The following is an archive podcast presented by the Branson and Hudson Foundation for a blah, blah, blah. Look, go listen to my album that I put out recently. The link is in the description. Okay. All right. Let's, let's just move on. Okay. Bye-bye. All right. Now grab your horses, everybody. Get on here. Soup's done. Cookie done. Finish cooking it again. We got chili con caballo on the menu, boys. Bring it in, everybody. Bring your horses. Come on now. Well, yeehaw. Well, thank you. Shoot, I'm so hungry I could eat a dang horse. Now stop eating so quick and don't put your fingers in it. Now we're civilized men, right? So as civilized men, we're going to behave in a civilized way. Yes, sir. Perhaps now, maybe a uh, 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 good lord or, or, or father. Oh, or, you can call me the good lord. I'm a I'm a preacher. My name is Osmandius Reed. I'm sure all of you, all know of you are well familiar are. with me. But uh, uh, yeah, if you want me to read a little passage, maybe something I got. Oh, Yes. Stop dear, eating. Put your fingers dear down. Dear Reverend, if you could lead us in prayer, we'd oh, be, be most obliged. much obliged to lead you in prayer. Uh, this is a little something I put together from, uh, it's kind of influenced by the Bible, but it's something I came up with. Um, Lord, uh, we ain't nothing but some simple cowpoke, but by the guidance of your wisdom, Lord, please lead us not into tarnation. Lead us not into a violent disposition. Take your hat off. Oh, oh my, oh my heavens! I should, I should have clarified that myself. Give us, Lord, the resolve to do it on earth like you done done it in heaven. We forgive trespassers against us and rustlers who would rustle our, your cattle for it, Lord, and forgive them who trespass, cause we forgive them who trespass. Lord, thank you for making a world where cowboys will always be necessary. Amen. I love you forever and ever. Amen. Amen. Love Amen. you, Lord. Thank you, good Lord. Shoot, that's why he's a preacher. He's so good with he words. He got away with words. Our Lord that is an beautiful. awesome Lord. He's an awesome God. Well, that's great news to hear. I'm sure that... I didn't say start eating yet or something. Of course, we got to go around and see if anybody else has any kind of... What, what, what do we call them? Sins? Prayers? What, 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 well, do we, we, perhaps we could take a more positive spin and say what we're thankful for. All right, that works for, for me as well. I don't know, uh, Grover, if you want to start or if I should start. Well, uh, you know, maybe I'll start with one you just done did a prayer, and perhaps we should save your prayers at the end for done you say them with, with, with much powerful words, with much confidence. Well, I appreciate that. Well, I'm just a, a, a you know, a simple old cowpoke, so I don't know how much I can say, but perhaps I can offer it as a thank you, Lord, for this bounty of regular meat in our chili that we've been done worked hard for thank you lord for helping us move these 300 head of cattle out down towards california way uh we really appreciate you keeping all the fences out of the way uh lord i'd also like to thank you for uh, you know that camera uh making sure i dodged it as the flash went off and my soul stayed safely contained within the vessel of my body i'd also like to thank you uh for clearing uh, what appears to be the fleas from my horse perdition. Uh, 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 they are very grateful for that, Lord. And I'd like to thank you for the bounty of scraps we have available to feed the basset hounds here today, Lord. Yeah, well, next up, perhaps uh, uh, Leroy, August Leroy Jubilee, if you could lead us. Tell us what you're thankful for. Oh, yes, sir. Dear Lord, thank you for these fine gentlemen around this fire. Thank you for these beans. Thank you for this hooch in my tin cup. It's been a long time since I had a snore on this here drive. And dear Lord, 
please bless me with luck in playing cards next time. I know I'm not supposed to be playing cards, but I just can't help it. And you know what? If I lose at cards, then I got a reason to go back to work and get up every single day to drive these here cattle and get to California and then go back to my loving wife. If my name ain't August Leroy Jubilee, amen. I'd like to pray for my wife too real quick. I didn't slip that in there, but I also have a wife I'd like to pray for her. Are we allowed to do that? Can I, or is that my two ladies? You're yes, always sir. allowed to. There's always room for more prayer. Well, you're the leader of this year operation. I think you could just make that executive decision. Oh, I ain't the leader when it comes to the kingdom of heaven. That's going to be. That's going to be me. Well, oh, well, I thought it'd be. It's uh, the good G- Lord. The good Lord. Well, yeah, but I talk to the good Lord. It's like I'm oh, his congratulations. Oh, that's It's kind of. It's close to being me. You well, know? I'd like to also pray for my wife. I haven't seen her in 35 years. Hope she's doing still well. She's out there in. Was that Kansas? Was she? Was that Kansas? It's your wife. I mail her. I don't you know. You send her the telegrams. I'm try. All I try to do is work for her and be a good husband in any way I can. And that can called sending my coin home. Uh, I'd like to thank you, Lord, for that. I'm not praying no more. I gotta stop talking. Well, Lord, I know you. You heard me just a minute ago. I was saying a nice prayer for you, Lord. But uh, this is Ozymandias Reed once again. Um, I'm back again already. Um, I just wanted to say what I'm thankful for. And in addition to all these vittles with all the fixings. Uh, I got my Bassett Hounds here, uh, C Major, uh, F Major, and G Major. Uh, C Major, he could do A Minor if he needs. And also, I got my horse here, Butter Biscuit. Thank you for Butter Biscuit. And also, uh, you know, the the Wild West ain't no place for the kitty cat, but this kitty cat right here is different. Ebenezer French Fry. He's along with us, and he is so thankful for these vittles as well. Well, shoot, sir. I don't mean to talk out of term, but you and... Grover here, kind of interrupting. You haven't even given Ezekiel a chance to pray. Meow. All right, Ebenezer, we heard you loud and clear. Well, we'll give, you know, uh, Ezekiel, uh, if you'd give us the honor. He looks a little bit shifty. Ezekiel, what's getting you down, brother? It's okay. Uh, I, I think maybe I should be uh, asking for forgiveness instead of thankfulness, though. Is, is that something? Because he kind of said he was gambling and stuff, so I think I he sure was I sure was gambling. Yeah. Now, is that a sin, though? Not if you win. Not if you win. Oh, well, that's good. Maybe what you're praying for, you ain't even got to be done forgiving for. I don't know. Uh, Maybe if I just say it out loud, you all can tell me. I bet it was nothing. Well, Ezekiel, the preacher here, told me that the good Lord forgives those who believe in his wonder. I believe in his wonder. And, uh, you know, that big train in the sky. Is that accurate with the train? Big train in the sky. I ain't never seen nothing like I only seen them on the ground. Oh, Reverend, do they got boots in heaven? Let me tell you something about Cowboy Heaven. It's cow hell because they're making so many boots up there. These cows are Shoot dropping like flies, me. but they well, that's got... convenient, it saves. No, I ain't in no rush to get up there, but heck, if I do, I'll be pleased as plum. Uh, how big are the cacti in uh, heaven? They got all manner of cacti. Also, it's in the good book. Just pick up the good book. They talk about the cactuses in there. Maybe and no rattlesnakes? <laughs> well, only friendly ones. Oh, wow. What about jeans? Oh, well, yeah, there's plenty of jeans, of and course. Beans? Cowboy can't, can't cowboy properly without jeans and beans. Wow. What about metal spoons? Well, they got something special up there. They got golden spoons. Wow, dang. They uh, got infinite gold up there. It's like a cheat code. Everyone's rich because there's so much gold. Ezekiel, you're you're done flop sweating right now. I'm, Is, just still, there, I'm still still so sorry. What what what's wrong with you? What you what what you say? You gotta admit something. Yeah. What are you thankful for? Listen, uh, 
Are you going to throw up? Uh, almost, I think so. Uh, well, you know, the local town was having that local uh, gold prospecting competition. Oh, I'm aware. Yeah, everybody's aware of the local town's gold prospecting competition. <laughs> oh, well, shoot. I, he's white-knuckling his hat so hard, I think the death himself is coming for him. Speaking of hat, I, I ain't got no ball. All I got is this hat. <laughs> that don't mean you got to eat out of it. You can done eat out of your hands. I do have my uh, prospecting pan, but that's what got me into this whole debacle of fishing <laughs> trouble. Well, what's what's the trouble? I got just so gosh darn excited that uh, I started splashing water everywhere, and water got all up onto little Annie Ruckus's big old bosom. And uh, well, oh, the water. Well, let me take my hat. Everyone, take your hat off, please. Oh bosom. my goodness, Lordy, 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 Lord! You're here talking about her her, her bosom. Her she blouse was, got so wet you could see her breasts. She's a good woman of the Lord. I know, and I was staring like a wolf to the moon. Well, it's your natural I biology. I will say, though, they talk, do talk about the majestic beauty of the Grand Tetons. Mm-hmm. Well, that, that's maybe a more classy way of putting it. Now, perhaps if you have those... You know, feelings in your heart about her bosoms, or you know what, what you know what would they be called medically? Which I guess is boobs, tits. I guess that's a medical term, I believe. But uh, you know what you should do. You know, if you're feeling that devil urge, you take a nickel, you go down to the brothel, you ask for the discount. Oh mm. no, sir! And they'll take you to the, the dark room. Preacher here said that the Lord would not be pleased with me with all the whoring I've been doing too. Are you kidding, preacher? Is that done true that we can't do no whoring? Well, the Bible doesn't mention anything about whoring or women or any of that stuff. It just doesn't the come Bible up. The Bible doesn't mention women? No, it doesn't come up. Uh, well, I'm not talking about this preacher. I'm talking about the one back in town. He's well, a Methodist. Oh, I don't... Well, I'm uh, not a well, Methodist. He probably doesn't read the good book like I got. Now, we're all non-Episcopalian, anti-men and not... I mean... Ba- Baptists? Sure. Yeah, something like that. Well, I'm let me of a Christian persuasion. I know that much. Mm-hmm. I'm a God-fearing man. Well, Is that the other? Here's the thing. I don't even put a label on it. Well, to me, I don't want no labels getting between me and the Lord. Mm-hmm. It's basically what's right here in this good book in my hand. That's what I believe is what's in this good a book. Done, a, a label is like a fence for words that keeps people constrained in. That's right. And you like know what the Bible says about book. fences. I right. told you all this story before. You uh, got to paint them. When well, Jesus, Jesus, he painted that fence. I mean... I don't mean to bring up Tricky Pete, but back in the Bible days, there's this man named Tricky Pete. He was always pulling one over on a good Lord. Mm. He got the good Lord to to whitewash his fence. And let me tell you this. The Lord, he's quite a carpenter, but he wasn't much of a painter. And that fence, it looked pretty shoddy. It was not very even coat on that fence. Tricky Pete done tricked the Lord into painting a white fence? I'm afraid so. It's right there in the good book. You wouldn't believe half the stuff about Tricky Pete. Preacher here told me all about him. He's a no good, do good, no good I doer. I never heard nobody preach much about Tricky Pete. I didn't well, think they don't one... like to talk about him because he's such a devious, underhanded feller from the Bible days. Was this fence uh, the fence to heaven? No, it was on his property over there in uh, Nazarene. That's in Texas. Oh, all right, all right. Well, this Tricky Pete sure does seem like a he's a tricky. Do no that one good a fella. You know, I heard lots of uh, c- confounding stories Some about this tricky stories. Pete. I would He's imagine, a diabolical imp. Well, I would imagine he would be much akin to a modern horse thief. And in a way, you know, that makes me feel a little bit of uh, security, uh, knowing what I would do to that tricky Pete Well, you I always say him. horse thief is below man. They're below dogs and below dirt. Ain't nothing worse than a horse thief. You're going to take a horse, you're going to take a man from not only his transportation... 
but his best friend as well as, you know, what is a completely normal and healthy food source that a lot of people can use at any given time. And sometimes, you know, it's such a good food source, you can feed it to damn near three other people they won't even realize it ain't a cut of beef. Grover, when I first started this position, you said, Rustlin, that's a bad, bad position to be Mm -hmm. in. You said, the only thing worse than cattle rustlers or horse rustlers you know because a horse is a man's workforce i've I've done a lot of things that you know i i've asked the the good lord my good friend osmondius reed for strength for that's right including uh you know having to be the man that executes you know the vast i would i would say out of this group i executed probably a hundred percent of the horse thieves have you guys ever had to well, there's a commandment in the Bible that says you should not kill someone. So I'm, I do just what hey, well, the good hold, book says. Wait, you're talking about the good book. What's the Bible? Is that a dirty trick? Well, the good book is a different name that I call the Bible. Oh, it's like a more oh, casual okay. thing for people who read See, a lot. Ozymandias has all kinds of words for all kinds of things. It sure is difficult to find your way through the wickets to the door. Well, heaven. here's the thing. Tricky Pete, he stole a horse in the Bible. And Jesus, it was crazy, but he forgave him instead of punishing him however when tricky pete went blind when he was about 70 jesus did not heal his vision even though he could and then he sent him straight to hell after that that's what i would have thought if i was jesus if i was the lord i don't i'm sorry let me take my hat off again he's gonna trick him it's another trick that's what i I would think i apologize in my grandiose narcissism that i believe for one second i could compare myself to the great jesus christ uh and and imagine if he was not able to get over on tricky pete then me a mere mortal would probably not be able to let alone catch Tricky Pete, yet hang him from a, a tree until he was most dead. Where does uh, Tricky Pete reside? Well, he was in the Bible days in Nazarene down there in Texas with the uh, Lord. Well, I've been to Nazarene. Oh, you've been to oh. Nazarene, huh? When no, were you down in Nazarene? i never been there, but I dreamed about it when the preacher told me about it. And you know what? The preacher said that the good Lord Jesus Christ resurrected a man named Lorazianius. Oh, yeah. What did he resurrect him for? Well, he was dead. And he brought him back? Just because? Just because. And then the Lord said, I don't want to bring back none of y'all other dead people. Y'all could... Oh, yeah, that'd probably be a lot of work. It's probably exhausting to resurrect something from the dead. You know, it's and the, most of them just ain't worth it. Truth I be told. would think if I didn't know he was the good Lord and all good and creator of this world that we live in, I would think he's a dang necromancer. Well, he is a necromancer. He brought back that young man, that young fella you're just talking about. Well, uh, gentlemen, as much as I, you know, would love to have a spirited theological conversation upon this campfire on this nice night, I must remind y'all we got some company in the area that we might have to be aware looking out for. Salacious Dan and his nasty Uh-oh. nut gang. I don't got to tell y'all twice. And some fierce cattle rustlers. I don't want to see them around, and I heard they're going to be in the area. Salacious Dan and his nasty nut gang. Those dirty rats rustling. They put up fences so they can stop us and steal our cattle. I, You know, I heard that, you know, he's running with the new crew, the nasty nut gangs out of Dallas. You know, I heard that they got a lot of... You know, uh, 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 you know, they're making a lot of action up in the NFC East. Oh, that's the North from California. Exactly. East. <laughs> yeah, the Pony Express was telling us that. Them, them Dallas Cowboys, they've been causing a lot of trouble for these eagles around here, too. You see these eagles that fly overhead. They've been shooting them right out of the sky, these Dallas Cowboys. Mm-hmm. They've also been, you know, a real thorn in the side of the Washington... <coughs> 
com- they were the commanders that came out from oh, Washington. They were they from was Washington. hunting them for a while. They wasn't able to find them none. Nope. They was looking they for them. They couldn't find them. Nice fellas, I heard. But yeah, we got to be on the lookout. Now, everybody knows Salacious Dan's M.O. He likes to strike in the middle of the night, so we're going to have to have somebody on night watch all night. I'll take the first shift, you know, because it is a time for me to be alone with my violent thoughts, but I would like somebody to wake up later on. But I want all of us to be on edge. Salacious Dan has a plan. Likes to sneak in by himself. He likes to do sexy little moves so the cows don't moo, so they don't make any noise as he approaches in the midnight. He'll come right in the campfire, and I hear he pisses it out. I heard he'd been drinking all night before he does this, so he has a big load of ammo to put out our flames. That's what makes him brave. Well, mm-hmm. Jaron, I know you'll be sleeping with your five-shooter. Yes, I'm sleeping with my five-shooter, and again, I don't want to hear nothing about that five-shooter. Just as good as a six if you don't need the six shot, so. Better man if you could use a five over a six. It's more cost-efficient, and I got another gun that's well, supposed to be coming in the mail. I tell you, I fellas, got, I, I got your backup, though. I got a seven-shooter I've been working on. It's basically a six-shooter where I taped yeah. one bullet to the side, and I got to put that bullet in there manually, but I got a seventh one ready just when I need it. What's What's tape? Well, it's a contraption that just, uh, it's like glue, but it's uh, its like a stick of glue. Show us it. Sometimes a preacher well, talks too smart for my. You know, I, I done heard word of people saying that there might be horseless carriages first uh, that might come along. Well, there's, there's no never way. Be a horseless you're carriage. always going right. to need horses, just like you're always going to need cowboys. It cow says it right That's there true. in the good book. They're always going to need cowboys. Yeah, they're always, always going to be a role for a cowboy. Carriages, it'd be, sure, it'd be lovely if a carriage could roll around on its own and perhaps, you know, have you know, maybe these horseless carriages one day will have air conditioning so everybody can be nice and cool what on the prairie. What the heck is air conditioning? Air conditioning? Condition the air. Not only one, you know, I, I think that some of those horseless carriages, you know, they say stuff like not only one of the wheels will drive, but all four wheels will drive to get you out of snow. And you can even go off-roading into the beach with your family. In them. Now, what in the hell is snow? <laughs> they got it up in the mountains, the Grand Tetons, like I spoke of. Now, I got my repeater rifle here, and I see that Ezekiel has his blunderbuss. A bit old-fashioned for my sake, but he says he's a crack shot. It's yeah. my uh, single-action shot. Uh, I noticed you putting a bunch of wrenches and bolts into it earlier. Is that, you know, do you try, ever try using bullets or anything? Oh. Them bullets is hard to come by. They are hard to come well, by. Well, this general, he said... He has a five-shooter because it's just as good. He said if he could have a one-shooter, he would. Seems that's a one-shooter right there, sir. Right well, here. That, that collection. Don't really, I don't really, you know, I don't mean to, to, to talk in a kind of a, a, in a downward fashion to Ezekiel at all, but in my experience, I prefer shooting bullets out of my gun than nuts and bolts or even forks and knives. I did see you load up a lot of those into a handkerchief earlier, so I assume that's what you're doing it for. It's just for safety. And remember, everybody, that nasty nut gang, all right? If the fire goes out in the middle of the night, that probably means they're upon us. So we're going to be ready, and we got to make sure we keep up with the cattle because they'll start trying to skim them off right at the start. If I say see- this, my, my, uh, my basset hounds here, they ain't going to be much good in finding Salacious Dan, but I think Ebenezer French Fry right here, if we hear him going, meow, meow, 
He he's gonna get a scent. He's gonna pick up the scent before even well, don't any you of those humans pick it up. Don't you worry, my terrier here, Trout. He'll be smelling them out, and I'm sure we'll probably smell them too because the Dirty Dick Gang they're notorious. We'll probably smell them coming ourselves. Trout's probably gonna walk up to them, smell them in their dirty old nuts. My only fear is if Trout gets too close, he might smell them and die. Well, that might be true. Salacious Dan, you know, he covers it up with a lot of perfume. He doesn't get at the brothel, right? From uh, I'm not sure exactly what he's doing up there, but he calls it rolling in the hay. Personally, I've only ever been in the dark room of the brothel, so... I heard Salacious Dan has holes all over his body from the dirty syphilis and the clap. I heard he's so sick when he pisses, he shits. (laughs) Every time he tries to piss, he shits. So I'm sure we will be and a yeah, smelling he's so salacious because he's always a whoring and he's always covering mm-hmm. up his a whoring mm-hmm. and his diseases and plagues and befittlements and his... Uh, well, oh, I the, hate salacious dancer. I'm sorry. The, the Bible doesn't have nothing to say about any of that, but it just feels like it's wrong. Well, well, what does the Bible really talk about then if it doesn't talk about women or sin? Well, it's mostly stuff that Tricky Pete did to G- poor Jesus. He's up there trying to preach. He's, you know, you know what happened to poor Jesus? He was on the mount about to give his sermon. He came up with a whole speech. He had a whole spiel he was about to do on the mount. He was about he was, he was on a mount. He was on a horse. He was on the mount. Yeah, he's on the horse. He's, he's, he was a good cowboy like ourselves. He had this cowboy hat on. He had his spurs. Probably a white hat. I mean. he was How on the tall mount. is a guy's cowboy hat? Uh, well, Jesus is probably about two feet tall. Oh, like yeah. Abraham, Abraham tall. Lincoln. But uh, he was on the mount about to do his sermon. Tricky Pete, wouldn't you know it? He tarred and feathered the Lord right there on the spot. He, he didn't even tarred, give him. He tarred, tarred and feathered the Lord. Say what? I, I hate to say it, but it's true. It's right there in the good book. Tarred and feathered the Lord. I can't imagine how I would people. have felt to be Jesus on that horse, and all of a sudden I feel the hot black tar. <laughs> well, that beats me, fellas. That that's beats me. But then when the feathers come, it's just insult to injury. Jesus Christ. And I mean that, that literally. Jesus, what have they done to our Lord? That evil satanic black tar covered up on him, and then all them feathers fell down on our Lord's head, making him look like the San Diego like chicken. A dang yard bird. That tricky Pete must be most beguiling to the Lord. How did he trick him? Well, here's the thing. The Lord was forget. He kept forgiving him every single time after he whitewashed that fence. Stupid after he got tarred and feathered Lord. on the mound. Don't call the Lord stupid. He was tarred and feathered by Tricky Pete. I thought the Lord was his dad that was then mad at him because he done forgave him. Well, his for dad's tarred. the Lord too. They're both the Lord. That's the so same who's going to get Tricky? Got well, they waited <laughs> till Tricky Pete died and then they sent him to hell. Oh, so he's dead now. So these oh, is, this was the Bible days. He's been dead for two thousand. See, I thought almost it was, I couldn't tell if it was a story of history. Is that, is I would, as a man of the cloth, I would not say what you just said, but uh, I do back up the sentence. Lower than a rattlesnake. What cloth are you a man of? Denim or rawhide? I would say more denim in my my case. Um, I, I basically I never take my jeans off, even when it's warm. I know some people like to wear shorts when it's warm, but to me it's jeans. When I get up, I put my jeans on and I keep my. Do you know what day. I love about being a cowboy? Waking up, going down to Texas, 95, 94 degree heat, I'm wearing my jeans, my boots, my shirt, oh, my long underwear, my vest, my jacket, and my hat. Well, the desert sure does get cold at night. You need your that's true. That's your union true. suit. But here's the thing: during the daytime, I find the desert to be awfully hot. Oh, it's quite hot. The sun is a scorcher, and I think maybe one of these times, preacher, you could pray to the Lord to make the hot a little bit cooler one of these days. 
Well, he's just giving us a taste of hell so we know we don't want to go there. He's, uh-huh. he's, I already had my taste down here, and I don't want no more of that. If I have to be in the heat, I compare that to the hot tar that suffered our good friend, the good Lord, as he was tricked by Tricky And then don't forget them feathers. That was just insulting. Oh, that humiliation I'm of putting them feathers on his head. I'm remembering it all over again. It, he done tarred and done tarred and feathered the Lord? I can't believe these tales of the Bible. You know what? It's so dang hot out here, uh... I got kicked out of uh, Texas for a, a bit of a crazy thing I tried down there. Oh, uh, is are, are you? Uh, is this now another, you're a man of principle. You wouldn't do nothing. You no wouldn't crazy. Do, I'm sure you wouldn't do anything crazy, right? I'm sure what you did. He's was, a man of level-headed. He's thought. a level. I've always thought that about you, Ezekiel. That you are a level-headed good man who wouldn't do anything well, odd at all. But prospecting alone gets you into the crazy head thoughts, and uh, I thought maybe just to get a little chillier. I might just slip my jeans at the knee. Gonna cut his jeans at the cut knee? Cut his jeans at the knee? Nah, I never heard of that in the Bible. I, I cut the rest of them dang off. What do you call them? I'm seeing half of your legs. The other half is hid behind the knee. He must be overtaken by the hysteria of the sun. You must have sun madness cutting off your shorts. Aren't you cold in this hot heat? I am, but that's why I got my jean uh, jacket on. You know, you're lucky that there ain't no women folk around here. I think they would have fainted at the the mere mention of your strong calf, Ezekiel. Uh, you know, I've, I I imagine you know if, if if Lady Whatever was here and you splashed more water on her bosom, she might be more amenable to seeing more. His legs look the color of rawhide with not a hair on his legs. Dear Lord, I'm so sorry for making a salacious comment. I am no better than Dan if I talk about that poor good well, Christian Well, the Bible doesn't say bosom. nothing about none of that. You don't got to apologize for nothing. Well, I feel a powerful regret uh, that perhaps I. Need need to take out on a horse thief and maybe I'll draw inspiration from our good lord Tricky Dan and I will Well, uh, that's you confusing numbers. And of I will that take the horse here. thief and I will cover them in boiling hot tar and I will suffocate them and pour the tar down their mouth as I then pour the feathers all over them and leave them hanging on a tree well, for others to learn I from. I think you're taking the wrong lesson from this nope. here good book. And that's the, how the I Lord can help forgive, the, the Lord. Lord forgave and Tricky P until he sent him to hell. the Lord performing he his acts. Tricky P is not one to be emulated from the Bible. I'm sorry, you know, uh, but these are the rules. It is illegal, and the punishment for horse thievery is death, and I don't care what you or the Lord have to say about it. Justice must be metered out. Well, there's out. two whole chapters about horse thievery in the Bible, and... They don't say that you can just start wantonly doing Tricky Pete stuff to them. Well, I, you know, I perhaps got this streak in me, uh, you know, when I was a bit older than you gentlemen, and I served some time in the Mexican-American War. Uh, Much to my chagrin, uh, some of the actions I had to do down there I found most disturbing. Uh, Particularly because I think I got lost and I was fighting uh, Chinese people. Yeah, and I'm I not really sure how I got there, oh, but I some of the stuff I did too—it's around. It's the same area. And, and, you know, some of the stuff I did to them Chinese people, I wasn't really sure I was fighting them, and uh, you know, kind of, you know, they say things that you, just makes me want to tar and feather people even more. Well, I think you're taking the wrong impression from this here good book. And then when it's every like, horse thief comes up and they think they act so smug with their new horse. I tell you, it's one about the best feelings of the world. And I cannot explain that feeling unless it is God's presence. Because if it is not God's presence, there is something powerfully awful happening within me. The love between a a horse and their master, their man is a a powerful love, you know. 
Hey, Zeke, you, I got a question You're for you. You're sweating like a pig right I, now, Zeke. Is everything okay with you? That's okay. Uh, what is it? Something you got to say? Well, Ezekiel, I was just going to ask you, if you ever do, yeah, well, find the good Lord's load, your big gold rush treasure. The big strike. What would you spend it on? I'll tell you first. Fellas, if I had that kind of money, I'd buy myself my own saloon. Then I can play all the cards I want forever. Well, yeah. Well, I tell you what, if I, uh, you know, if I got that money and I was so blessed to be that, I'd probably... Hire ahead of 100 mercenaries. Something like that. Maybe go find myself my own little piece of serenity. Well, shoot, your very own army. Going down to the Ohaka region and just taking scalp after scalp. Coming back, coming back, using the money to open a bank in Washington, D.C. Wow. That's, that's what Lord. I'd do if I now had He's that a man money. of ambition. Yes, sir. I think if I could do any one great thing for this country, it's... Take a hundred men down to Oaxaca and cut off as many heads as I can. Oh, preacher, before Ezekiel answers, because he's the one who's going to find all the gold, what would you spend the money on, sir? Well, I don't need much. I think that the Bible says You build a nice church, for sure. Well, it does say we can spend as much as we want on churches, that's for sure, and it's tax-exempt. Rutherford B. Hayes out there in the White House, he, I don't support some of his policies, but he's Being at least a man in with of the, the church. Lord is good for business, it mm-hmm. seems. Mm-hmm. He's, he's creating these tax loopholes for these churches, and I say, gotta say, I approve of that. Rutherford B., you know, Rutherford B. Hayes is in the news. I mean, I've seen it, I've heard about have it. You see, have you seen this? Have you yeah, heard about I've it? seen about it. All the tax breaks he's trying to do for very, for very loosely defined for churches. Small business owners <laughs> like myself who want to start a church someday, or like you, you want to start a small bank or maybe a big bank someday. Well, if I'm going to start a bank, I'm going to start as big as a bank as I can. And, you know, in order to do that, you got to, you know, go down and make some, some heads. You got to go down you to gotta Central. You got to some heads. Crack you gotta them get, heads. You got to get down to, to, to south of the border and make some risky decisions. So, Ezekiel, well, sir, what would, what would it be? Well, if, uh, if I get that big old strike, uh, I think uh, I met a man in Arizona that offered me some magic beans. And, uh, Good Lord, magic, magic beans. beans. And we all know we cowboy loving people, folk love beans. So well, bean, beans. beans is life. I've been eating them big gorilla beans lately. You know them gorilla beans. Gorilla beans. Them gorilla beans. You ain't seen these. You don't heard about these. They're them about, gorilla beans. They're about three foot tall if they're an inch. They're I they hairy. from far across the oceans. You slice them like steaks. They're so damn big you can't done oh, eat a wow. whole I bean. I could eat that for a whole dang week. Mm-hmm. My and mouth I, is watering at the thought of these gorilla beans. You know you shouldn't be prospecting for gold. You should be prospecting for gorilla beans. I, let me tell you something for you. You boys get too excited about these gorilla beans. You got to be prepared if you eat some because they'll fight you from the Wait. inside. Feels like a dang gorilla's in there They're just punching punch in that stomach. Is they magic? Ezekiel, are those gorilla beans magic? Well, they must be magic. I, you know, I'm They're magically delicious, I'll tell you that much. I, I will say this. I'm not an educated man. I am not a man of science. Neither am I a man of the cloth or am I a particularly reasonable man. However, I do think there is a near guaranteed chance that beans are magic and that magic beans are out there. But again, that's just one non-educated simpleton's opinion. Well, I do remember here our friend August Leroy Jubilee, you sold him some beans that you once claimed to be magic, and they didn't do nothing. I don't want to get into them bean discussions. Them beans was bunk. Them beans was not bunk. You didn't know a magic bean. You know from you know you left I know coffee beans. I know llama beans. I know garbanzo beans. They're magic beans. They're magic beans. Those are still horses. It's not a whole different breed of beans. They're regular beans infused with magic. 
Magic. You don't think people are just regular people Preacher. got a little magic? I'm sure Tricky Pete got a little magic, same way a magic bean done might had done. Reverend, is the magic real? Magic's real. It's right there in the Bible. You saw when Jesus did his necromancy with that young man. Lazarus? Yeah, Lazarus from the Bible. He done necromanced him right out of the ground. If that's not magic, then I don't know what... If, if you can believe that, then you can believe in a bean. Well, magic is real, then Ezekiel could just use it to find the gold. You should have just waited with them beans instead of throwing them in that done chili pot because those beans... That might have activated the magic. full moon or something could have activated... There's lots of magic stuff out there. You didn't try none of it. Well, Ezekiel, tell us about these magic beans. This is a whole different batch, maybe. Well, this man said that uh, these old magic beans will take you up there and... Uh, you can ride that big choo-choo in the sky. Well, I ain't never heard of no choo-choo. I don't see interesting that in the Bible bean ever. salesman. I have a lot of questions about this bean salesman. Was he perhaps wearing, you know, any shoes with a bell on it? Um, I think maybe he might have been. Was he wearing about a three-foot-tall hat that was red and white alternating white stripes with a little brim around it? He was. He also, uh, he let me pay him some money to see if I wanted to see... What I thought were types of beans. Now was now I'm gonna ask a very careful question. Was was this salesman named Mister Megoriums, and did he perhaps have access to some sort of magic emporium? What <laughs> he most certainly did. All right, I think you know. I think that might be a. a, a I don't know how to break this to you, Ezekiel. A good strong man with a clean conscience. I don't want to tell you something you don't want to hear, but uh, I think that could have been a manifestation of some sort of tricky Pete. No, he he made me pay him just a couple bit of gold dust to uh, see all these different beans. But uh, you know, he had the uh, wait. The you black were paying beans. just to see him. You didn't get to buy none. You didn't get to take any beans with well, you. First, I wanted to see all the beans there was in the uh, all in this world. And uh, I'll tell you this: I once met a man in Corpus Christi, Tejas. He said he went down to Mexico once, and he met a bruja. This bruja gave him a potion. That made people have lizard lips. The Bruja gave him a, a potion, potion that, that made gave him lizard lips. That's right. I said it. I'm not sure if I believe it, but he was dead set. And he took all my money and cards, so he must have had some kind of magic. Uh, obviously, gambling magic is a powerful form of magic. You were lucky to get out of there with what you did get well, out I of there. Well, I got scared. I thought if I don't let him win, he's going to give me lizard lips. <laughs> Now, what exactly is a lizard lip? Just like a thinner than average They're lip? They're thinner and greener. Oh, that, yeah, I guess they would be. Are they scaly? scaly? They're scaly? Scaly. I hear they're cold-blooded, too. I hope I never find out. I out hope here, I don't out find here out. in the desert, I don't want to be cold. It's meant to be hot out here. Take off my hat, dear God, if you would ever feel forgiven to me, to make sure that I never grow lizard lips and I never get tarred and feathered. I bet you Salacious Dan has those lizard lips along with his... His holes from the syphilis. I tell you what, if we get our hands on Salacious Dan, I, I might need a couple days, you know, to kind of get what I want out of him. You know what I mean? Is that sexually or? Nah, not at all. I'm a good Christian man. I'm married to, you know, to my wife, Glenda Goodlady, and, you know, she's in there. I think. Oh, she didn't take your name? Good no. fellow? Well, that's how we were such a good match. And she said, well, when you come back, I'll do the paperwork. And, you know, I just got, I've been so busy with the, you know, the bird lick cattle. Company I, I will admit, I am a big enough man to admit that I have been a whoring, even though I do love my good wife, Mary June Persephone, and she is back in Arkansas with our children. 
Well, I, I, I will well, say... the Bible doesn't say nothing about that. No, so a man's got urges. You. Well, even if a, a man's got urges, I mean, that's why you, you fellas just go to the dark room. That's Christian still. That's a good Christian man. Go to the dark room and they well, shovel it off steam. A lady comes in there. You don't know what you're doing. You don't know what she's doing. You don't know what's happening. So it ain't sin. All I know is that there's a lot of noises and a lot of smells. Mm-hmm. A lot of smells like low tide. Mm-hmm. I mm-hmm. never smelt that. I've never been to the ocean. Hey, preacher. Well, guess what? We're going to go to the ocean by the end of this here journey because we're going all the way from preacher, Bird Lake, did the, Oklahoma. Did the good Lord really walk across that water? Of course he did. He went from straight from one side of the ocean to the other. He did the whole Atlantic, and he went back and he did the whole Pacific, too. Well, shoot. He'd be good at driving cattle. He could drive uh, straight across well, the ocean. If he drive him off across the ocean, he certainly could. But what we're doing here, we're going from Bird Lake, Oklahoma, all the way to Mudberry, California. Hey, or preacher. Mudbelly, excuse me. Mudbelly, California. Hey, preacher. In heaven, do they got cards? Cards? Like in general? Or playing at, cards. Oh, playing cards. Yeah. Are you talking about in heaven, or are you just talking in general, are there playing cards? Well, in like California, California, heaven. They got, oh. they got infinite gold up there, so the card games get real fierce because there's so much gold going around that everyone is raising, everyone's going all in all the time. It actually kind of ruins the game because everyone's willing to go all in because they have infinite gold. Well, I, I suppose that makes sense. Uh, uh, it's not that fun, actually. Unfortunately, preacher, uh, I heard uh, I heard something uh, uh, that was quite bothersome to me. Uh, you know, I don't really know how to think of it. To me, it seems like a sin, uh, but I can't finger exactly why. Um, are hot air balloons Christian? Well, hot air is not good because it's a lie. Like something like tricky Pete might pull over on our Lord, but going in the sky in a balloon itself is not necessarily anti-Christian. Uh, it's just that who, where are you sourcing that hot air from? You might want to source that hot air from a non-Christian so they don't have to sin to lie to get it in there. But once the air is in there, you're allowed to float around in it. I was reading the Peter Strong series. You know those little nickel nickel books you get down in town? I don't read nothing but this good book here. I have well, no I idea reading, what you're talking about. Peter Strong was in a hot air balloon and he dropped something called napalm on all the Indians and he was a hero. Oh lord. Now that made me very mighty nervous about what a hot air balloon could be because at the same time if it can go in the air, right, well that could get to a cloud. And what would happen if you were able to be on that hot air balloon and get your hands on a cloud and you pull yourself up? Jumping Jehoshaphat. <laughs> Skip right up to heaven. You never considered that before, preacher? I never once in my life considered that. What if we could get to heaven without even dying? We'd jump up on them clouds up there. Do you think God the Lord, he's peeking down. I think he's peeking down right now watching us around this here campfire. We could get right to him. Best be careful before we label Tricky Pete's real quick. Well, we got to protect ourselves in case any trick and pee. Well, we also have to... You... Oh. Y'all hear that? Is that... Oh, get your five-shooter out. Oh, uh, Ezekiel... Uh, Ebenezer French Fry, He's he hasn't smelt nothing yet. Uh, we would have no heard him go... boys. Meep. All right. I think it might have just been a coyote. Well, I'll tell you what. The preacher has convinced me I ain't afraid to go to heaven. I just sure hope I get make it there. I ain't afraid of dying. I, well, I, mean, I, I even wrote a little bit of a little bit of a tune about it. Oh, my word. I didn't know this was going to turn into a whole campfire sing-along, but I wouldn't mind hearing a tune. Well, I'd like to take the edge off and maybe hear a song. We're talking here about important subjects all night, and it's nice to unwind well, while eating our chili con caballo. Well, I, I, I'm still working on it. It's it's not it's not totally polished. You oh, know? no worries. You got such a good singing voice. Don't worry. Well, so I, I appreciate what you got that, to say, Zico. August. Uh-uh. All right, well... Uh, <clears throat> Here goes, I suppose. Don't be shy. Hmm. All right, let me just have a 
Let the Lord just sort of fall out of your just lips. a little bit of a snort there. All right. Leave my body to the buzzards. Let them eat my guts right up. As long as there's beans in my belly and whiskey in my cup. I'll take my barley for my horses and a T-bone for my pup. Make a big pot of stew out of me and slurp my soup right up. <laughs> well, my brains ought to be scattered to the cold and dusty wind. When it's time to meet my maker and pay for all my sins, give my boots to my brother, put my bones under the dirt, and my guns go to my mother, but let me keep my very shirt. Now the coyotes are a howling as I'm spilling out my guts. And the buzzards are flying so high up above, and they're coming to eat up my butt. <laughs> Yeehaw! Wow! Jumping Jehoshaphat! Jumping Jehoshaphat! Well, I was gonna say that. I sure appreciate that, fellas. Wow! You got. You looks like you got a little songbird in him. Well, well, shoot! You all got well, one I in you too. Bu- buzzards don't get to that songbird you got there. I'm worried about them buzzards now buzzing overhead like a dang buzzer. <laughs> You don't like them buzzers for one bit. Them buzzers are buzzing like a dang buzzer. No wonder they call them buzzers. They're so loud. It just so loud. That's why they call them buzzers. (laughs) It's like that dang train that he's always talking about over here, flying overhead. Come on, I can't be the only one. You, one of you, got to sing a song now. I can sing a song. I got a song for us here. Oh, come on, General. Say Grover. Grover. Oh, you know this. Say Grover. Do you mind if uh, some of my just tell me what key is this song in? Would this be happy to be in C major? Because I got my Bassett hand right here. See, if it's in G major, I got him here too. Well, let's do C major and let you know if if uh, okay, C if, major. G, if G if G major wants to come in on on the ends well, of the stanzas. There's almost the same amount of notes. There's only one different um, scale degree different in those keys, so he could sing almost all the notes. G. All right. He's got to skip when you get to them. Uh, he could do the F sharp that we don't really need. He's not going to sing that one. Well, whatever kind of songs your Bassett Hound's done, having your heart's right, good well, enough for we'll, me. We'll let him sing a little duet with you here. A simple old cowboy tune. I'm sure you heard this one before. It's a big old plate of burgers, <laughs> big old bowl of beans, frosty mug of frothing bear, big old pair of jeans. That's all a cowboy pines for. That's all a cowboy dreams. He don't need nothing fancy. He's as simple as he seems. Yes, the cowboy is an angel, and in heaven he'll drink the cream. But on the crust of this earth, he's cursed to eat the beans. He's cursed to eat the beans. He always makes me cry. Beautiful. Sometimes I like listening to that song and imagine being up there in cowboy heaven, sitting at the big mm-hmm. banquet table every day. New, gorilla beans. New blue light special. Oh, they got gorilla beans in heaven, that's for sure. And I get to meet as many burgers as I want. Uh, good fellow, uh, when you killing all these uh, people that steal horses, you ever turn them into chili? Well, uh, you know, I... You know, and that's what I said in my song. Turn me into a soup. In some situations, you know, a horse thief, and you know, you're gonna be in, you know, maybe we were up down in North Dakota, and the snowstorm came. Uh, well, I'm, I am proud enough to uh, admit that, uh, yes, I did 
They're called, uh, we kind of call them, uh, call them road apples, you know, because when we'll hang the horse thieves, we leave them right up on the tree. But if it gets snowy, you got to come back around to get something. That's just grocery store shopping. So I've done what I had to do to survive, and I won't uh, be ashamed of that uh, unless somebody yells at me, and then I'll probably feel bad about it. But right now, I feel okay about it. Well, Ezekiel, I got a question for you. Would you like to chip in a song, perhaps? Well, uh, oh, come on, Prospector. That ain't much. It's just something I've been making up while I'm a prospecting, you know, or nothing. Well, crazy. shoot, it gets lonely out on the road. Man's got to do some thinking, a little bit of a soul Man's searching. Man's got to do a little singing, too. It's true. I'm going to think of it as a man doing a bit of dreaming. Uh, here I go. Uh, remember, ain't much. Uh, I'm hunting for them magic beans, the ones that touch the sky. But there's another wish I got, and believe me, it ain't no lie. I wanna ride that shiny train, oh Thomas is his name, across the prairie, wide and far. That's how I wanna claim my fame. All right, Thomas, the tank engine to the sky. In a land where cacti grow so high, I'll plant beans and watch them fly to a place where dreams can never say goodbye. Now, this sky train's named Thomas? Yeah, it's a beautiful song, but I'm really confused. Or? Is that like a religious beliefs? Uh, is that like an Anabaptist Mennonite thing, or is that more Methodist? Or well, shoot, General, he's just using his thoughts. I done scoured this good book from chapter one all the way to chapter fifty-two, the last one, and I ain't never seen no sky train named Thomas in here. <laughs> well, it's maybe it was the hate or something, but uh, I done had a dream one time about this. Blue train in the sky, just taking me all the cowboy places I want to go. Well, the only person in the sky you need taking you anywhere is Jesus Christ, because he's peeking out around that cloud looking at us right now. You can, I can imagine we get that him. Right. We see him. I can imagine him right now, Jesus Christ on that cloud, laying on his stomach with binoculars looking down at us. He probably thinks it'd be fun to be right here eating chili with us. I'd, 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 I'd love to have him, quite frankly. I, I promise if Jesus, if you're here, we will not tar and feather you. We will not put you through that again. Well, we, let me say something here. I got a song about the good Lord that perhaps I could uh, give you a little tune here. Well, I'm always down for an old spiritual pastor. This one's like going to church, but it's even more fun than that. A wonderful <laughs> hymn. Well, it's more of a song than a hymn, I would say. It's a little t- a tune that I composed. Well, Mommy, I should take off my hat for this one. I I'm do, also I do take, declare I'm that you take ought off to. my hat oh, and press shoot. it to my chest. This is Jesus is the only man I take my hat off for, essentially. He's like he's like so important that he's like a woman. <laughs> Who aren't in the Bible. No, no. Okay. Now let me tell you about a man from the Bible days. Tricky Pete was his name. He deserved no praise. He tricked the Lord into whitewashing his fence. A crime for which he would not repent. Oh, Tricky Pete, Tricky Pete. He's not indiscreet. Made of no good stuff from his head to his feet. He done tarred and feathered the Lord that he I must done repeat. He done the tarred and feathered the Lord, oh dear me. Now back in the Bible days, Tricky Pete made many foes. That daggum no good trickster even stole the good Lord's nose. <laughs> 
That ain't even Tricky Pete's most heinous scandal. That confounded trickster once ran off with Jesus' sandals. Oh, Tricky Pete, Tricky Pete, he's not indiscreet. Made it no good stuff from his head to his feet. He done tarred and feathered the Lord that I must repeat. He done tarred and feathered the Lord. He done tarred and feathered the Lord. me. There's just a little tune about our Lord. Wait, I was listening to that, and there was a part of there that I found really strange. You're telling me Tricky Pete done tarred and feathered the Lord? He did it right there on the mount. Oh, my. That devilish Jesus came up with his sermon. He stayed up all night writing his sermon, and then he got on that mount, on that horse, and the, the... that, but wouldn't you know it? That tar just like it came from heaven right above him, and then those feathers came right afterwards. Good Reverend, I must ask this. I don't know about you all, but that sort of sounds like a song, sort of praising Tricky Pete. Well, no, it said he's bad. He's not indiscreet. Right. Well, how's he keep getting? So he's the bad guy, but he keeps getting one over on the good Lord. It's a shame. It's because Jesus' is nature. He feathered the Lord. Well, here's the thing. His nature, this Lord of ours, he's so good. His nature is so good that he just sometimes he, he thinks he sees the good in people, even Tricky Pete. And that story, we didn't talk about this one much, but he, the, he done stole the Lord's nose right off his face. He done stole, stole the Lord's, Lord's nose right off yeah. his face? It's right there in pet chapter 7 of the Bible. You can read it right here in this good book. It's I sad. hate Tricky Pete. I hate Tricky uh, Pete. I hate him too, but here's the thing. The Lord forgave him until the day he sent him to hell for all eternity. He only forgave him for about 50 years. He's living in a rattlesnake made of mud. He, he let him have it after that. You know if I got my hands on Tricky Pete, you know, I, I I would I would might be tempted to do some things unbecoming of a good Christian I man. Bet, General, I bet you he rustled horses. If Tricky Pete stole That's my case, nose, I couldn't even say what I might do to regardless him. Regardless of my religious affiliation and that should not kill, I'm a man of the law first and foremost. If I Sometimes hear, a man has to uphold the law. If he was a he's no man, he is a devious imp and he puts you in a peculiar situation disposition to put him down in the ground he'd be he'd force me to chop him up into one million paces Make a stew out well, of him. now that I'm considering to. the more christ-like side of my nature and you know what if tricky pete stole my nose it might actually be a good thing because out here it kind of smells like cattle and they don't smell none too good it's if, true if tricky pete don't stole my nose i would tie him to those train tracks and have thomas run right over him <laughs> well I, is, is tricky pete and thomas cannon or do they interact they must. But the well, shit, we I ain't mean, seen no canons since the wars. Well, I ain't seen no trains in the sky done neither. I've never seen that in my life. I'm telling you, this train has a face. Well, okay, hold on a second. Preacher. It's got a face. I don't, I don't want to get too distracted from this Thomas thing. But Are you I, sure I'm, this isn't a cloud you saw? No, it's on the train. I've met through. a man in Armadillo who told me that the Indians spoke of a great train in the sky. That? What? Well, I want to go back to something you said earlier, Pastor. You're... Telling me Tricky Pete done tarred and feathered the Lord. It's all right there in the good book. Hate to say it. What, what about his sandal? He stole his sandals, too. It was crazy. He what stole the, sandal? the Lord's sandals? It's like a cowboy boot, but without the uh, well, boot shoot. part. The good Lord should have boots on. He should have had the boots. He did on the mount, but that didn't help him none on the Sermon on the Mount when he got that tarred and feathered on him. He was wearing his cowboy boots. It didn't do him none too good of a favor there. Well, well, I probably just the got called in tar. I bet the good Lord has a big old saloon up in the sky. Well, oh, why didn't the good Lord? There. What what sort of gun does the good Lord have? Why didn't I he just got blast a him? Shooter. Yeah, he did. He it's in the Bible. He had a hundred shooter on his waist. Uh, how did uh, Tricky Pete die? Was it a duel? 
Old age, I'm afraid. Wow. <laughs> I but thought he done went to hell and got He did go to hell. Here's the thing. The Lord forgave him for all 50 years, and then he went straight to hell for eternity. Well, he's still in hell today? Of course he is. How's he going to get out? He's too. He's tricky. He might even pull one over on Satan himself. He it might seems trick like him. he already pulled one over on him for about 50 years. I hate Tricky Pete. I hate him. If I found him, I'd cut him up into a million pieces. I, I heard Tricky Pete convince the devil to take that boiling pot of water that he was going to boil Stinky Pete in and to turn it into soup. <laughs> Where'd you hear this, Violet? I just want to ask you where you heard this. You're making a lot of... You know, I don't know what it's called done heretical claims about some of our our really vague denominational church. I bought it for a, a book for a, a cent. From That's a, a lot of money for a, a book nowadays. A town in Arizona, they be selling all these mm-hmm. books. I always be trying to buy these nickel books, these cheap books and having to get changed for a penny is plum embarrassing. But if if uh if it don't have the word Bible on the front, then it ain't a book worth your salt. Well, that one do- doesn't say Bible on it at all. Well, that just a cross, says, and cross means Bible. Oh, okay, I thought it said the good book, and I was like, it could well, be- it says that too. But cross also means Bible, and good book also means Bible. It actually says Bible twice. It just doesn't say the word Bible. But the cross plus good book is Bible. Bible. That's what I'm that translates to. I met a man back to. in man from up in Gun Barrel, and he told me that Tricky Pete he drives a Kalamazoo down in hell, and he brings people. To the pits itself. That fate is too good for Tricky Pete, I'll tell you what. I hate Tricky Pete. He done tarred and and feathered the Lord. It's all of our duties as not only good Christians, but good Americans, that if we see (laughs) Tricky Pete, well, we have to capture him. We have to chop off most of his extremities. We're going to have to cut his tongue out and feed it back to him after we slit his throat and stuff it back in there. And then we pee on him, and then we chop his butt off, throw it to the walls. And then I'll probably, you know, and then I'll, I'm just getting started. Well, I don't think we're going to see him because I'm pretty sure he's driving that Kalamazoo down there in H-E-L-L. Oh. <laughs> well, that may be the case. Uh, that means hell. I don't know if y'all can spell. Uh, I'm not. I was, you know, whenever somebody starts saying letters to me, they all come out in my head as X's. Because that's what <laughs> I signed my name for. Oh, I, I think I drank a jug of some good whiskey that had your name on it three times. Well, that was mine. I was marking it for me. That was <laughs> oh, my sorry. signature must, on it I three must, uh, times. Mighty strong. Mighty strong hooch you got there. I thought if I put my signature on it three times, then people realize it's mine. But I guess everybody just drank all my triple X wine. Ew. What's that, Ebenezer French fry? You want some of this whiskey we're drinking, too? Well, listen, I'll tell you what. The next drive we do, we're going to be starting out further east. We get that good Tennessee hooch. We can go to the Tennessee, but hey, I'm thinking we might just enjoy California way a little bit too much. And I might have to tell my wife, sorry, I know it's been 35 years, but we got to relocate. Say, General, we're going to be going, where'd you say, just north of Three Pumpkins? Yeah, Monday, Is that right by the ocean? Yeah, that's right. We're by gonna the see ocean. the big ocean, that same ocean that Jesus walked all the way across. We're gonna see that with our own two eyes. We're heading to Mudbelly, right? Yes, sir. We're heading to Mudbelly, Mudbelly, California. Wow, mm-hmm. right by the ocean, just as I imagined it's it. It's like a swamp, but there's no animals or plants. It's mostly just mud and water. Nothing to keep us down. Nothing to block us. No fences. It'll be prime territory. Well, they have a saloon, right? Oh, I'm sure. If they don't have a saloon, they'll see threes. I want to play cards by the ocean. I hope they have a spa with all that mud. Well, I hope that they have horse thieves there just as good as any other place. Otherwise, I'm going to have to find a new hobby. 
or retire. I hope they have some heathens I can preach the good book to. Well, you know, I'm I'm beginning to wonder some questions about that. How many how much preaching have you done outside of us? Pretty much a lot. Cause I mean, and, and I, do you find people responsive to your ideas? I think basically everyone knows about the good book. Everyone, most people have been they heard some good things about the good book, and I just want to elucidate some of the general. If you didn't stories. know, the good book is the Bible. I, I was it's wondering. It's got the cross right here on it. The cross means Bible, and good book means Bible. Now that's your Bible or your interpretation of the Bible. Now this is the good book right here. Oh, it's wow. right from Jesus' mouth, right to Saint Paul's pen. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Oh, St. Paul done wrote it with his own done pen? Yeah, they, it was a, Jesus invented the pen so they could take the Bible. Why do you think there's no books before the Bible? It's because they didn't have the pen yet, so Jesus invented it Ezekiel, to make the first book the and the only good me, book. God invented the gold so it'll make men work hard. That's right, and that's why in heaven there's infinite gold, but down here we got a scrap over it. He's giving us a taste. See, in this desert, he's giving us a taste of hell is too hot, but then in the saloon, he's giving us a taste of heaven where they got so much beer and they got these gold coins, and that's what it's like in heaven and every day. Whores. Oh, yeah. Whores. Bible doesn't say nothing about and that. Those but. are fine. If you go to the dark room, you go to the dark room, they'll push the girl in. You don't have to know what's going on, they know the rest. And then you get to get the evil out of you. You get to save that energy for something like punishing horse thieves. Now I wonder about those dens the Chinese have. They got some kind of drug. They got some kind of booze in there. And it's, I'm curious. I hear out in California, they're all over the place. Well, I was fighting a lot of the Chinese during the Mexican American War, and I'll say a lot of their stuff was crazy. You smoke it like it's a cigarette, and it makes you feel real relaxed. Oh, the Bible doesn't say nothing about that. It sounds good to me. They, they keep it seems kind of from the God on earth. It's I you wonder, smoke it out of a big brass tube in a really humid room. Well, well as long shoot, as it comes I from the earth. tobacco with papers. Well, they got some kind of crazy contraption. You know, it was during my from service. The Far East. I believe so. Yes, I believe it. So, if you go across that. That big Pacific the ocean. ocean. Jesus walked over there. He, he, he probably smoked back himself. Killing driving cattle across that thing. I know. That's what I bet. He didn't say in the Bible what he was doing walking across that ocean, but I wouldn't be surprised if he was, rustling, he was driving them cattle across there. I met a man from San Antonio. He said the ocean goes on infinitely. It never ends. I heard it falls off and he just go right over the edge. Well, I, sure, heard. I don't want no part of that. No ship for me, sir. No, sir. I'll be staying on horses driving cattle till the day I die. I heard there's some sort of train in the sky that's flying all across it, giving people rides. Well, well that's I heard correct. that too, but I'm not so sure that that's accurate. Oh. That's correct. Oh, that's correct. Yes, I, I done heard about that too. Well, tell us more, preacher. Tell us more about this train in the sky. Well, that's he's a not a preacher. He's a preacher. Oh, I'm sorry. I, he's I a prospector. You a... You're mixing up your P words. Maybe I, I, I will tell you what I heard, though. I heard uh, Jesus is wrestling uh, all the serpents in the water. All keeping the serpents? It, keeping it safe for everyone. What are the serpents doing in there? Well, shoot, they got rattlesnakes in the ocean. What you asking him for? I thought you was the preacher. <laughs> well, I just never heard this Bible story about Jesus wrestling the serpents. I, I to, keep them, to keep them from being on land? He yeah, he keeps them inside. He keeps them in the water. snakes on land, so I, I yeah, thank him for like doing Yeah, snakes like Pete who done tarred and, and feathered the, the Lord. Lord. Oh, I have to take my hat off again. My head's getting so <laughs> cold, I want to leave up. it on. We keep talking about these awful calamities and these awful men. It Wait, just, hold it. Something's about, boys. Meow. Meow. What is it? Ebenezer Cat, French fry. Ebenezer's going crazy and the cows seem a bit anxious. Cows seem a bit anxious. We better be hot and ready. Hot and ready. I've been waiting like for this dang, my whole life. Like a dang Little Caesar's <laughs> pizza. 
I'm thinking I'm salivating at the mouth. I got to keep my mouth open. I'm drooling so much hey, General, about what I'm going to do, do to Salacious Dan. Do you think they got hot and ready's in California? <laughs> well, son, I think I, they do. I think they got hot and ready's out in California. You know, the Shoot, thing, California sounds like cowboy hair. Well, let I me say see. this. The Bible does say something about it. mentions hot and ready's only one time in the Bible. What it says is, well, when Tricky Pete finally died, hell was hot and ready for him. Well, that that could be true. True, uh, uh, you know, I, I, I've heard that out there in California, the streets are paved with gold. I well, also that would be like heard, heaven. That's true in heaven. So maybe shoot, Ezekiel's almost sitting heaven. out of his falling out of seat. I don't even have to use my pan. I just reach my hand down on the ground and I get gold. You take that big old pickaxe and you're going and crazy. Not, not only that, Ezekiel, I heard there's a train named Thomas that flies all through the sky and well, he takes cowboys wherever they want to go. I'm well, not so sure about that. Well, what are we doing sleeping here? Well, we not, should get on our way. We can't drive cattle at night. And well, there, fellas, cows are getting even more agitated. Wait, maybe, maybe we should try to sing them a calming song. You got one in mind? Well, uh, you know, uh, General, I wrote down my song here on this old piece of paper, going from the preacher's teachings of me. And well, I don't spell too good. I don't read too good neither. But I did my best. And if you could repeat after me. Leave my body to the buzzards. Let them eat my guts right up. As long as there's beans in my belly and whiskey in my cup. Take barley for my horses and a T-bone for my pup. Make a big pot of stew out of me and slurp my soup right up. Well, my brains ought to be scattered. To the cold and dusty wind When it's time to meet my maker And pay for all my sins Give my boots to my mother Put my bones under the dirt And my guns go to my brother But let me keep my very shirt The cows are moving! They're moving! Now the coyotes are howling as I'm spilling out my guts. And the butters are coming so high up above and they're coming to eat up my butts. They're going to do us the same way he tarred and feathered the Lord.